0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Alex McLeish says he won't throw Lee Griffiths under the bus after pulling out of the Scotland squad. The McGregors, Alan and Callum, talk about life under Stephen Gerrard and Brendan Rodgers. And Jordan Jones of Comarnock facing a two-game ban for diving. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna. Yep, and the good news is neither Gordon nor I are heading for a Haifa. We're staying here to work on our fitness for Super Scoreboard. And we're looking forward to the game on Thursday night regardless which players travel with Scotland tomorrow? Which players Alec McLeish select for the game on Thursday night? And I know Gordon loves his international football. We're desperate for a win because after defeating Albania, it's all there for Alec McLeish. Junk food addict Gordon Diel has actually been off crisps and chocolate and sweets for nine days and counting, so you don't need to work in your fitness. Presumably, you no, are, fine. you're yeah. good to go. I'm looking good, good six pack. Uh, but uh, surprising that Lee Griffiths. Um, Pulling out the Scotland squad to say that he's going to work in his fitness. I do agree he has to work in his fitness, Gordon, because three, four weeks ago, uh, maybe a bit more than that, I watched him coming off at Celtic Park and he is carrying a little bit of weight for me. But he's played in the last four or five games. So his fitness must be up to standard that Brendan Rodgers requires to, to play him for Celtic. So why does he pull out the Scotland squad? Is it a huff? Is it a fallout with Alec McLeish? Oh, I thought you were going to answer your own question there You just <laughs> no, left us hanging I'm Well I'll tell you what You can answer it for us on the phones 0141 951 1025 On Twitter We're at Clyde SSB I was just going to say When we're talking about star strikers And I noticed in the last few minutes One of our bingo card three Stephen Doby At 36 years of age Has just signed a new contract for Queen of the South We'll be talking about him on Super Scoreboard For at least another 18 months I thought months, you were going to say length of the Daily's pen. I thought I had missed something And you were going to say You'd been called up To replace <laughs> Lee Griffiths You had me panicking there I, I knew you'd think that God. Oh, right <laughs> 01419511025 Lots to get through tonight It's not only Lee Griffiths We're going to hear from Alan McGregor So Rangers fans Give us your thoughts on him Callum McGregor Talks about Brendan Rodgers And Aston Villa And uh, Jordan Jones Kilmarnock fans Honestly so much to get through Get in touch So uh, let's kick off by hearing from Alex McLeish He says he won't throw Lee Griffiths under the bus After he withdrew from the Scotland squad But he says he cannot guarantee The Celtic striker a place in future squads Now he says he hopes Griffiths does get back to his best uh, But speaking to Sky Sports McLeish admits he will need to work hard To prove his quality for the next round of fixtures People chastise me for saying I can't guarantee that Lee won't play But I can't guarantee any player a game Unless they're playing to a level That we, we want to be at Everybody has got to prove themselves every single week of their football career. Uh, he went on to say, Alex McLeish, you know, I think it's big of him to say that he needs to get fitter to play at these levels. You can't guarantee anybody will be picked. Um, so, Roger, that's Lee Griffiths, a statement, well, an interview in your newspaper this morning, essentially saying that there is, there is no problem. Alex McLeish says there, there's no problem. Peter Grant said yesterday there's no problem. Why Why do people still think there might be a problem? Yeah, listen, it's just because of what came before, if you like. Daz is right, you mentioned it in the show last night as well. Lee Griffiths doesn't look like the Lee Griffiths of old. Yes, he scored those three goals in three games last month for Celtic. Um, but really, during 2018, we haven't seen Lee Griffiths at his best. And maybe Lee Griffiths has just thought, 
I really need to get up to Lennox Town to work really hard to get myself back to, to my best, not just for Celtic, but for Scotland as well. He's not the only one who's decided not to go to Israel. Unfortunately, Ryan Fraser misses out as well. He's pulled out injured. <coughs> James MacArthur has asked not to be selected. I would hate to think going forward, this becomes some sort of fashion that players just pick and choose when they want to play for Scotland. But we have to take Lee Griffiths at his word. He says he wants to go and work hard to get back to, to the Lee Griffiths of 2017, if you like, or 2016, when he's smashing in all those goals for club and country. The real next test for Lee Griffiths is to put that work in and get back mm. to be first pick for club and country. I mean, Gordon DL Alex McLeish actually says, I think it's big of him. I think it's big of Lee Griffiths to say that he needs to get fitter to play at these levels. Not buying it. I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. It's only my opinion. Um, as I touched on, if Lee Griffiths had been sitting in the Celtic bench for the last month, I would totally understand that he would think to himself, I can't do myself justice playing with Scotland. I want to work in my fitness. I want to get sharper. I want to lose a bit of weight. But he's been playing with Celtic. He's been playing the first team. And I don't buy... I think it's the, the Huffway Lee Griffiths. And I think Alec McLeish, as a manager... If he's going to go forward with Lee Griffiths as part of his plans, they need to sort it out. You know better than me does. What 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 is the best way for a professional footballer to attain that hundred percent fitness? Is it playing games? Is it working extra training shifts? What what gets playing you? Ga- fit- you you can't you can't argue for playing games, Roger. If you play games, you can train all you want. You can go and do as many runs you want. Fat burners, they call it nowadays. Playing games gets you the so, fitness, the sharp, the sharpness. Griffiths is already and and, and it come out in the public, and I, I I don't think it was handled well that McLeish was talking about. Well, ignored my phone calls. I don't think that's a thing for the public. I think that's between the player and the manager. Phone Brendan Rogers, talk to Brendan Rogers, and say, look, I want to have a chat with Lee Griffiths. We want to get this sorted out for the the, the benefit of Scotland and myself picking players. And I think they would have been sorted mm. out. I don't think they've handled it well. Right, it's 0141-951-1025 if you'd like to have your say uh, on Twitter. We just, I was just about to go. I've got a second night in a row that's happened. First call, just about to go and it disappears. I don't know why. Uh, ben is on Twitter. He says, I think X told Griffiths that Naismith will start on Thursday and he spat the dummy out. The only thing that would surprise me about that, Roger, is... The, the time frame I mean the team Only just met up Yesterday I, I don't think the first thing That Alex McLeish said no, Hi Lee how are you doing By the way you're not playing On, on Thursday and away I, you go And the thing is You know Scotland have trained Yesterday They've trained today They fly out to Haifa tomorrow They'll train tomorrow night At the stadium What happens if Stephen Naismith Pulls a hamstring Between now and then So there's no way Alex McLeish would have Backed himself into a corner Like that I always wondered At the back of my mind After those two games Last month If Griffiths and Naismith might start Because people seem to forget There were two strikers in the last game It was Naismith and Johnny Russell Started the game against Albania When Griffiths was in the bench And I just wondered if there, there could be, could have been a way That Naismith and Griffiths could have started the game Now for me It looks as if Naismith and Russell will start again Russell is in even better form from Kansas than he was mm-hmm. a month ago So it might be harsher on him To leave him out of the team but it'll be interesting to see that Alex selection for the game. I know you're not. You say you're not buying it, Gordon. The, the, the problem is, you, 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 there is a, a part of this we have to take people on their word. And you know, and, mm-hmm. and as Roger says, it, every, all parties are saying there's no problem here. Should it be? And maybe as a generational thing, because I, I know that 20, 30 years ago, this just it just simply wouldn't have happened. I don't, I don't think or it, it wouldn't have perhaps played out like this. Um, but 
do we not have to just respect Lee Griffith's wishes if if he want, if he just doesn't feel he's in in the best place, whether it's physically, mentally, whatever it may be, to come and contribute? I think the biggest pat in the back you can get, Gordon, as a footballer, is be picked with your country. And play for your country but That's what I'm saying and, and, and go and represent your country but Lee Griffiths said in his statement That he, he still feels that way yeah, just but, that this is not the right opportunity, time So why is he not going to say to, Once again I'll go back to, to my statement If he's not been playing with Celtic And he decides to stay with the fitness guys mm. At Celtic Park I totally understand that I'm sorry He's been playing every week now For the last four or five games Andy and Sterling What do you make of it? Hi how are you doing? I'm just wondering if this is maybe a, a historical uh, issue as regards the fact that uh, Alex McLeish has become a uh, Scotland manager because when Alex McLeish and uh, Walter Smith were, were, were Scotland managers Rangers players uh, frequently pulled out of squads yet played the week after uh, and if you have a look at how the, the Scotland situation has developed really quickly uh, Craig Gordon's been dropped when he did nothing wrong uh, Lee, uh, Lee Griffiths has been told that he'll not be selected for the Israel game three weeks before it, so maybe he's just no, he, he, he doesn't want to humour the hypocrisy of it with folks, you know, that's him, he's getting there now. He's maybe just decided, you know what, let's call a spade a spade and I'm no going. Andy, it's not to say that I don't believe you, but that accusation you made about, you know, Rangers players pulling out under Walter Smith, you got any, any examples of that? I mean, no, I'm trying I think to remember. You'll find it. I think you'll so I'm saying I'm not saying you're, you're wrong I, just, I can't remember I was hoping you could back it up uh, Well I think you've, you've got two guys next to you Who will back it up Particularly Roger Well Gordon uh, can't remember I, what he I, had I, for I breakfast I have to so. say historically yeah. Going way way back I remember a lot of Rangers players Getting criticism for pulling out of various squads When Graham Souness was the manager 100%, Clo- 100%. Closer, closer to the, When Walter Smith was Scotland manager I, I can remember one of his first press conferences Actually Andy When he was saying that Any player that pulls out Takes a real risk and I, I remember actually that, that was one of the things Aye. That was nailed down About Walter Smith's Brief tenure as Scotland manager Was Very few people Of any club <laughs> Pulled out of his squad Because there was that fear That they wouldn't get back in But I know, I know the point you're making Historically there, there was that you, the, the, three pl- there was an issue. the three players you talk about in the, in the last group I have to say on form I would have picked Alan McGregor Ahead of Craig Gordon For, for the qualifier It'll be very interesting to see Which one starts in Haifa on Thursday night Because at the minute And I think they're both Quality goalkeepers At the minute In terms of form This season I think Alan McGregor Heads Craig Gordon um, James Forrest Can't do any more Than score four goals In the last game Before the internationals And will push Very very hard For a, a place in that team On Thursday night Especially now With no Ryan Fraser Anywhere in the squad Dep- wrong, Roger, but, but surely Possession's nine-tenths Of the law And until you've done Something uh, to merit being dropped Then you shouldn't it, be dropped It depends if it goes With the same formation I would say I'm, I, I don't know if Forrest Would get in To the exclusion of Stephen O'Donnell I think he meant Gordon. To the goalkeeper yeah. Oh to the goalkeeper Because Craig Gordon Had Aye. been the, 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 the number one If you like Previously But I think I think Roger's right And Andy I'm sorry to say But everybody's got an opinion I think Roger's right I think uh, McGregor's A better goalkeeper Than Craig Gordon I really do uh, If I was picking At the moment At certainly. the moment Yeah the two of them Roger touched on it Two Exceptional goalkeepers Really good goalkeepers But if I was picking For a cup final Tomorrow morning Who would my goalkeeper be I'd go with McGregor All day long That, that, that said I, I don't think Alec McLeish can pick a team Now on Thursday night That doesn't have James Forrest in it And you might need to have A wee tweak mm. At the formation How you do it But 
you know, he's, he's in the form of his life with that performance at the weekend. And I think he's got all the attributes mm. to be a success away from home. Dylan Spencer says, I'd rather see Nasey and Oliver McBurney start a partnership for Scotland. Big man, wee man, he says. Uh, let's get the thoughts of Danny and Kerluk. Hi, uh, how you doing, Jed? Good, Danny. Uh, it's just kind of going back to that point there where it was almost becoming fashionable, well, don't want to become fashionable for the players to pick and choose as when they want to play for Scotland. So I think we kind of need to dial it back a wee bit, have a wee bit of faith in Alex McLeish here that he's not going to allow that to happen. I, for one, being a Celtic fan, I'm actually quite glad that Lee Griffiths has taken the time out because he has been below par the last few weeks. As much as anybody wants to kind of say, well, yeah, OK, he's been playing games for, for Celtic, he, he should be fit. He hasn't looked fit at all. And you know what? I applaud him for taking a wee step back because it's, it's certainly going to help Celtic. And as a Scotland fan, I don't see him going out and scoring goals for us just now. Simple as that. So I would rather he took a step back. And I would, I would recommend any other player that's in that position as well would come forward and at least do the same thing. I think that's... Listen, Danny, that is fair comment. What follows now will be fascinating because... Lee Griffiths to a certain extent Has put pressure on himself With this statement He now needs to go Knuckle down You've said he doesn't look fit Daz has said he doesn't look fit I've said in the show before I think in the, since January He's only scored 6 or 7 goals In the 9 months since January That's not Lee Griffiths at his best So maybe We just have to take it at face value as you say But the onus now is on Lee Griffiths To work and work And get the weight off And rediscover mm. that best form Danny I suppose I mean you're right When you look at Individual cases I'm sure There are Reasons And and they may be Decent reasons But you would have to concede That if it was to add up You know And you've got James MacArthur Saying yeah I'm fit to play for Palace But not for Scotland Griffith similar You know If that was to become a theme Surely that would be A bit of a concern I'm sure it would But again These are the guys If they're saying They're not wanting to play Do you really want them Playing for Scotland The answer for me I don't I don't And you know what I Celtic fan Trust Alex McLeish 100% He's a good manager He knows what he's doing I think they need to be Level headed with it And accept that He's a strong enough Character to turn around If someone's taking An absolute mickey out of them They say Do you know what no, If you're fit or not You've not made yourself available You don't want to play In the big games Then yeah, There's no space In the squad And it, yeah I'd, I'd like to see Griffiths getting the run out For Scotland of course But Naismith's on fire Just now There's there's going to be people ahead of him now in the pecking order You're right, it's up to him to make sure he works hard And he's got to prove that he deserves a space in the next Scotland squad when it, when it gets announced Fair enough, thank you to Danny and Kerluk Some good points well made What about Gary and Shettleston? What's on your mind Gary? Just a wee point to pick with Gordon Gordon doesn't mind Aye Gary, I'm sure go. he won't mind, yeah. on you go yeah. Gordon, I usually agree with everything you say You're one of the best punters in there so yeah. I, I agree with that Gary yeah. <laughs> I know that big man big mm. uh, But anyway the one I don't agree with mm-hmm. How you can say Alan McGregor's better Than Craig Gordon It's Gary What's uh, your points in that? It's, it's, you, it's, my, op- it's my opinion As a football uh, guy Who watches the games And As I say to you As an ex-manager Ex-player We'll all have different opinions uh, Who's the best player For different positions All I'm saying is If I was in charge And had one game to pick And I had two quality goalkeepers And let me say something Craig Gordon to me is a quality goalkeeper as well And I had one game to pick I would choose McGregor I think he's a better goalkeeper And informed you mean or overall? Overall Overall 
Okay. I, I, don't think, I don't think there's anything to pick between them, Gary, other than at the minute. Who would you pick then, Roger? T- for the yeah, game he's, he's night. talking about it at the moment. No, for, but for I'm talking about night, right. Who would you pick? McGregor. I said, I said that earlier on. But listen, in a month's time, the format will change around. Craig Gordon's an outstanding goalkeeper. I think he needs one more cap to become Scotland's second most cap goalkeeper of all time. So that speaks for the quality of Craig Gordon and the longevity of Craig Gordon. And when you consider the injuries he's had in the past, it's a great achievement. But at the minute, the form McGregor's in, he, he just shades it for me just now. But listen, we've got Israel and Albania in November. The whole thing might have turned round by then. Gary? Hi. Just want to say, if he was that, if he was that better, um, Craig Gordon, why is Arm McGregor still uh, playing up in Scotland again? How's he on the Champions? Uh, the lower tier of the English leagues or something like that? Well, Gary, why, why, why is Craig Gordon playing up in Scotland? Because he was in England. Craig Gordon had a bad injury. So he come back up to Scotland. He played. Uh, aye, do you aye, know, do, Gary? You're right in what you're saying. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody thinks that somebody's better than somebody else. Who would you play up front? Who would you play in goals? I'm saying that Craig Gordon is a quality goalkeeper. I'm not having a go at him whatsoever. I think he's a quality goalkeeper. I just think McGregor. If I was picking the t- uh, the team, it would shade it for me. Well, funnily enough, we're going to hear from Alan McGregor next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. If you want involved, give us a call or you can certainly send a tweet at Clyde SSB. We've been sp- speaking about Lee Griffiths pulling out of that Scotland squad. Uh, Alex McLeish says he won't be throwing him under the bus, um, but of course, he cannot guarantee him. A place in future squads That somehow sort of moved on to a Alan McGregor and Craig Gordon discussion We're going to hear from Alan McGregor Unrelated by the way But let's go for it anyway uh, He says he's loving life at Rangers Under Stephen Gerrard But says the former Liverpool captain Will no doubt be a Premier League manager At the highest level one day He talks about confidence and belief Being brought to the dressing room uh, But he says he's not getting carried away About any talk of a title race Let's hear from Alan McGregor, shall we? If I can find it, there we go. It's very, very good. I think everybody's brought in is helping him as well, um, coaching staff and stuff like that. So, as a person, I imagine like he's he's very good. And it wouldn't surprise me one day if he gets. I'm not saying Rangers is not a big job; it's a massive job, but a, like a top Premiership club or something like that. I think he's got a, obviously he's got an aura about him because of what he's done in the game um, and just the way he wants us to play, the way he just like small details and stuff like that. Makes, I think that like makes you a good manager, a good coach. The club he's been at for all his life is a massive club as well, so I think there'll be a lot of similarities there. So uh, I, I think he does, well obviously he does get it, yep. Has he got you all believing that you can win the title? I don't really like talking about that. It's, you want to be consistent as possible. And if you're consistent as possible, then things might happen at the end of the season. They might not. Alan McGregor, of course, 36 years old, but he says he's feeling better than ever. Doesn't see his career stopping any time soon. I still, I don't know how you're supposed to feel when you're 36, but I still feel like, I don't feel any different than I did maybe 10 years ago. I probably feel better, actually, because I'm doing... Because when you get older, I used to watch Davey Weir do it and stuff like that. You're in the gym every morning, uh, stretching and, and doing your bits and bobs. And I think when you get older, you realise you, it's not a chore. You just It needs to be done to keep 
keep yourself going. I suppose it depends on injuries and that, and um, your mental state as well. I think I think that's got a lot to do with it because I know, obviously, people retire before like my age, so um, depends how much you you want it if you still want it enough and stuff like that. But as it stands now, I d obviously I do. So just need to wait and see what happens in the future. Any doubt, Gordon DL? I know, I know we've been speaking about McGregor and Gordon comparison, but I'm thinking just on a, a club uh, perspective. Any doubt for you that he's Rangers' best signing? I know you, you, I think you've said that in the past. Yeah, I said, I said it from day one, Gordon, and um, I think I'm proven right that he is going to be the best signing that Rangers have made this season. He's a terrific goalkeeper, and you get better wage. And he's very fortunate they can look back and still think I'm 36. And I'm still playing top class football with a big massive club And he's looking after himself And that's what you have to do I wish I could turn the... I, actually, I'm better at 56 than I was at 26 But some players now They, 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 they look at their career Is that and, all you are, 56? Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm looking great for it in my life. Rough, and, tough paper route <laughs> But some, some players, they really now With all the sports science stuff And everything that comes into the game They'll look after herself. McGregor will go for another three, four years easily. Mm. Easily, because he's a top quality goalkeeper. The only thing he has to worry about, and we'll dread it, is an injury. Uh, Ian's in the city centre, wants to put his point on Lee Griffiths forward. Hi, Ian. Hi, how you doing, Connor? All good, Ian. Hi. What's your point? Hi, um, I don't know. There's something that just doesn't add up about this Lee Griffiths carry on. Um, as Gordon says, he's been playing regularly for Celtic. People are saying, yeah, he might be carrying a bit of weight and stuff like that. But what, how is the rest of the Celtic team fit? And yet Lee Griffiths isn't he fit. What is he getting away with that other players aren't? There's something, the, the timing of it stinks to the high heavens. And I think, I'm with you, Gordon, I think there's something uh, being covered up here. I don't think he's away to work on his fitness or anything. I think he's definitely took the off somehow. And I think it will come out one day, but there's something that just doesn't sit right with me. See, see if he had Roger, wh why would all parties appear to be singing from the same hymn sheet? If there, you know, would it, would it not be in, in Alex McLeish's best interests to to sound a bit more disappointed with Lee Griffiths, if that makes sense? Do you, um, not, do you not think Roger he has sounded disappointed, Gordon, by saying, "Well, I'm not going to guarantee him getting picked for other Scotland squads." That's basically putting it out there. Listen, I'm disappointed yeah. with Maybe this. not just McLeish. I was thinking a combination of him and Peter Grant well, yesterday. I'll, Gordon, I listened to Peter Grant in the show last night. We've listened to Alan McLeish tonight. Um, it strikes me that they know there might, there might be a day comes in the future where they need Lee Griffiths. And what's the point in, to use Alex's own words, throwing him under the bus now when in a month's time... There could be a you know a goal scoring injury crisis. Stephen Naismith could be out of fitness or out of form. Johnny Russell could be you know missing. Mark Phillips, Ollie McBurney, you can reel off the names. They might need to turn to Lee Griffiths one day and say, "Listen, Lee, do us a wee turn here. Can you go? Yeah. You go and play number nine for us." So I don't think they want to publicly berate the player at the minute. Um, I think they're happy to go along with this. You know, let Lee go and do it. But we'll soon find out whether it's a ruse or not, Gordon, because. In a couple of weeks' time, Celtic start a very important mm. sequence of fixtures, which includes Europa League games against Leipzig home and away. It includes the semi-final of the Betfred Cup against Hearts. It starts with a crucial league game at home to Hibs. 
So Lee Griffiths has got a couple of weeks to sharpen up his but, axe. But Roger, and if he sure, hasn't done it, people will soon notice it. Surely, surely in our game to play with Scotland, and I was never good enough to play with Scotland before MD pipes in. I would have loved to play Sorry. with Scotland. I'd have loved to have played with Scotland. To play with Scotland is a privilege to put that jersey on. Now we cannot pamper round Lee Griffiths. He's not that important a player. At the end of the day, I think he's taking the huff. I really do. I could be totally wrong. All this nonsense about I'm away working my fitness. You played four or five games. The best any pro- professional player in this studio, or you ask them, the best way to get fitness is play ninety minutes, play games. Go out and play games That's your fitness Now He's taking the huff There's no doubt about that in this, And I don't think Alex handled it as, as as well as he possibly could So I'll put a wee bit of blame to him But you cannot pander around Lee Griffiths saying Well we might have to get back to him And another day When we've got one or two injuries And say Lee come and play number nine No If you don't want to play for your country If Alan McLeese decides not to pick him Next uh, time round Delighted with that Ian Hi um, I agree with you uh, uh, Gordon Honest to God I mean You can't it, it, it doesn't send out The right signals If one player is Picking and choosing His games And maybe taking a half Because if he has The other players Will certainly know They'll know They'll be more enlightened Than me all about this Ian and, what Ian, what about the flip side though What if Because you, you, mean, you mentioned it yourself You used the word if Quite a lot what if the rest of the players are actually encouraged by this relationship that if they in the future feel that they're not up to speed and they would rather go and get themselves in order, they can then do it too? Well, if that's the case, then so be it. If it's one rule for one, it's one rule for all, you know. But to me, I just don't get it. I really honestly don't get it. And I don't, can anybody answer why a man like uh, Brendan Rodgers would let one player? A valuable player Become unfit And he's training regime every day I don't get that I honestly don't get it See I think I think that's a big point Gordon And and let me say uh, As I, I watched Lee Griffiths I think he is carrying a little bit of weight Right I think everybody agrees with that But he's up to standards to play Under Brendan Rodgers As starter Every week now So he must be fit In his mind And Brendan Rodgers is known as one of the best coaches going about are you telling me that all of a sudden, after the fact that Al McLeish came out publicly and said he didn't answer my phone calls, Lee Griffiths has pulled out the Scotland squad and said, I'm going to work my fitness? Seriously? Are you, do people actually buy that? It'll be fascinating to see. I know the point you make about Scotland, you, you, you would have loved to have won a Scotland cap. I don't think for today's footballers, international football is the be all and end all. You, you see, and it's not just the Scotland team All around the world Players at the peaks of their career Are retiring from international football They're, they're wanting more and more To focus on their club careers uh, Because they see a lot of kudos In playing for the top clubs And they see a lot of financial gain In playing for the top clubs And they don't want to put any of that at risk You know, by, by going away And you know, suffering an injury Playing for their countries Or you know, suffering a loss of form Playing for their countries I'm not saying at all that that can into Lee Griffiths' thoughts But it's just the way it is Playing for Scotland Playing for other nations Isn't the be all and end all anymore well, And that's why a lot of players Turn away from here's, it Here's how I, I back my argument up It's quite simple for me And I'm going to give Lee Griffiths A bit of credit here I watch Lee Griffiths for Two or three seasons now And I sit In a cold empty stadium When everybody's away And I watch the guy coming out And still kicking the ball Around about six o'clock at night 
And the groundsman having to grab him and say, Get off the pitch till we work on the pitch, right? So he loves his football, he loves everything about it, and I give him all the respect for that. But don't kid on that he's decided to pull out of the Scotland squad to go and work in his fitness. That's nonsense. John's a Celtic fan from Greenock. What's your take on all this, John? Yes, I see it's a bit Lee Griffiths. I could ask you, Gordon, who pays Lee Griffiths' wages? It's not Scotland. It's the Glasgow Celtic pay that guy's wages. Now, Lee Griffiths hasn't kicked a ball for about two months. Brendan Rodgers should have dropped him a couple of weeks ago. You've got a right hard run, and you've got a couple of tabby league games coming off uh, league, uh, which you got against Hibs and Hearts. And um, we've got a semi final, and we get European nights. No, we need Lee Griffiths. So, so are you are you saying Celtic have pulled him out of the Scotland squad? There, I'm not saying Celtic pulled him out. Celtic right, but, but hold on, here's here's one for you. See, see, at the end of the day, if Lee Griffiths wasn't picked in this squad, you'd be on the phone giving it what for. No, I wouldn't Yeah, you would. Guaranteed. Why is Lee Griffiths is turned around and saying he needs to get his sharpness up. Now, Lee Griffiths has went backwards the last two months. Mate. I've been watching him every home game in a way. He keeps taking corners. He keeps taking corners. He's a striker. He should be in the box. I'm sure yeah, Brendan Rodgers probably way. tells him yeah. to take them, John. He's, he's scored I mean, nearly 40 goals taking corners and he dropped him, Gordon. That. He dropped him and he'd scored 40 goals. Do you remember that? Yeah, he but he, d- he dropped him because Dembele came in in, f- in in number one choice. So I can understand that and they sold him for big money. So it was the right decision because Dembele on the big stage was a better player. More agree with that. But you're not kidding me on that Lee Griffiths has now decided, after all the, the speculation with Alec McLeish, decided to say, I'm going mm. to stay at Celtic and my fitness. Come on. Uh, John, Gordon's other point earlier on was that you, I mean, you talk about, in your own words, that Lee Griffiths hasn't kicked a ball. You, you don't think he's looking sharp. Is the best way to get sharpness not to go and star in a competitive game for Scotland? You know, I've seen him sharp. I put it that way. Last season, he was sharp. He says he's, he's getting a bit of weight. And as I say, he's a uh, he's turned around and saying he's he's not he's, he wants to get back to his sharpness. So you just got to take a guy as his word. But Gordon's got a hanging out saying no, I don't believe him. I don't. Well, that's your opinion. I've got my opinion. I know, but I don't. But uh, here's another thing for you. You're saying about he's carrying a bit of weight, which you 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 watch him playing. He's not as sharp. How is he getting away with that at Celtic Football Club in this day and age as a professional football player? Between the two, I, I would still say he's a better, a better score on Edward, the, the other boy, what do you call him? The £9 million man. Yeah, it's an Edward. Aye. But as I say, you just got to go with these guys. Are, I don't think he's, he's telling, telling lies, mate. Tell you the truth. John, there's a, there's a million people out there would love the privilege to be picked for Scotland. No matter who they're playing, whether it's away from home or at home or whatever it may be, he's playing games. That's my point. If he wasn't playing games... I could go with your argument But he's playing games So how do you get fitter? As a professional player You can train every day of the week The only way you'll get fit Is playing in games 01419511025 Callum McGregor on the score sheet For Celtic at the weekend In the Scotland squad this week And uh, he's been talking about Brendan Rodgers And that potential link to Aston Villa Hear what Callum McGregor had to say next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. 
It's Roger Hanna and Gordon DL Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Give us a call if you've got any football points on your mind uh, It's at Clyde SSB If you would prefer Twitter Stevie is in Partick Hi Stevie Hi how you doing? Hi Stevie Not bad Steve uh, Steve I, sorry I, it says I've just added the rogue I in there Steve I do oh apologise no, Steve or Stevie I'm Oh there we go <laughs> uh, You're a Celtic fan Steve what, I'm what, a Celtic fan What's yeah. your take then on, on Lee Griffiths From a Celtic fan's perspective? Well I'm a big fan of Lee Griffiths And I have been dismayed at times When Brendan Rodgers hasn't chosen Lee Griffiths Above either Edward or Dembele Over the past season or two and I'm a bit dismayed that he's decided not to play for Scotland um, because I think that obviously we both we all saw the the, the the goals that he scored against England, and he can contribute a great deal to the Scottish front line. And I'm just wondering, maybe if first of all, was it if you looked at Scott Brown and and saw Scott Brown's decision not to continue with Scotland, in order to continue playing his. He, you know, to extend his playing career. I was just wondering what the panel thought of that. Roger. A second point. Yeah, let's, let's do the first well, point first, Steve. Okay. What I would say, Steve, is I think he's only 28 years of age. Um, Scott was well into his 30s before he decided to, to withdraw his services from Scotland. Chris Commons, I think, was one as well who was well into his 30s before deciding not, not to carry on with Scotland. So I think it's a bit early for that. I just think, you know, in this instance, you have to take it at face value. Um, neither Lee nor Alan McLeish seem publicly at least to be particularly bothered by this. So let's just let them let them go on with it. Let Lee go back to Lennox Town. Trust that he is going to work hard because I think you listen to all the your you know, your fellow Celtic fans who are phoned in tonight, Steve, none of them think he's at his peak. They all agree that he could do with some fitness work. They all agree that he could Raise his standards again To the old Lee Griffiths So from his point of view Let him go away And do his work From Alex's point of view Focus on the guys Who want to be there And who are able to be there The Naismiths The Russells The Forests, The Callum McGregors And let's hope we can get A result on Thursday night What was your second point so, Steve? So the guys who want to be there Of course you're including Alan McGregor uh, yeah, I said Callum McGregor, but yeah, yeah, Alan McGregor. Oh, I know, but yeah, I yeah, know yeah. you said Callum McGregor, but I'm I'm assuming that one of the guys that you're saying wants to be there is Alan McGregor, uh, yeah, yeah, Alan McGregor, yeah. And you just spent a, a five minute piece waxing lyrical about Alan McGregor and Craig Gordon, saying how how good the two of them yeah. are. Don't you remember the one fingered and two fingered salute? Oh, yeah, listen, Alan McGregor. I, I remember them very, very well. Yeah. So, so whenever it comes down to Putting or castigating one player for not wanting to be the squad at, at an important time. Oh, I'm certainly not. Don't casti- you think? I'm don't not you think? Lee double Griffiths. standards. I'm not when castigating. You start waxing lyrical about Alan McGregor. Uh, have you listened what to what I've said did. about Lee Griffiths, Steve? I'm not castigating Lee Griffiths. I'm saying. I think you were actually. In what way? However, I mean, we can argue no, the no, cause no, with no, that. No, 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 no. Steve, no, Steve. To be fair, Steve, 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 Steve. If you listen carefully, because it does help. Gordon is the one who. Is critical of Lee Griffiths Roger has been on the opposite side of the argument So, so what I'm trying to say then isn't, isn't there double standards in the panel then Who are castigating one player For not wishing to sc- play for Scotland While there's another Who you've just really had Quite a five minute piece on Alan And how great a goalkeeper he is And what an asset he is to Scotland 
he wasn't an asset to Scotland where he was giving the one and two finger salutes to the cameras, was he? But he's still a top goalkeeper, Stevie. You've got yeah, to, you've but, got to admit that. So, you've so, got to admit so we just that. forget about then. No, listen, I, I, willingness I, I, or not to play with Scotland. Here, here's where I stand. Concentrating whether he's good or not. If you don't, if you don't want to play for your country and, and the privilege and to go out there and put that jersey on, then I don't care who you are, who you play with. You shouldn't be there. Simple and straightforward for me. But the argument was basically with Craig Gordon and Roger touched on it. The two of us said that Craig Gordon is a magnificent goalkeeper, but. You've got to choose one. Only my opinion, I would take McGregor. Now, you can go back to, yes, his past and what happened and what what went on with it. Fine. Everybody's got an opinion on that. But I just feel that Lee Griffiths has decided this this time that he probably looked at that and he listened to McLeish as well, talking about Naismith would be a first star and should he should be because it was a hard uh, gig for um, Griffiths after Belgium. And he left him out. Griffiths wasn't happy. I totally agree with him as a player. Don't be happy. Be in that team. But he's started the last four or five games with Celtic. I don't see this, well, I'm going to stay here at Lennox Town and get my fitness. Go to Scotland. Play f- and, and, and hopefully get a game. And play and show the nature. I suppose the, the other thing player. would be that if he feels that he's only going to be sitting on the bench for Scotland, maybe he is better getting his fitness up elsewhere. Well I think that's the reason why he's pulled out Gordon Because okay. I think he's got this in the back of his mind I might just be sitting on the bench But that doesn't mean that you should pull out the Scotland squad um, Interesting Roger because James MacArthur doesn't really have Appeared to get any criticism for, for doing essentially the, the same thing Is that just because it's Lee Griffiths, it's, it's Celtic, it's, it's Glasgow It's right, on our, yeah, right under and, our noses If James MacArthur played for Celtic or Rangers Then this would be a hot topic up here yeah. He doesn't, he, he's playing He's out of sight, he's out of mind, he's down mm. at Crystal Palace um, He, I'm not going to say a French player, that's unfair in James Because he's a quality player But he's never been one who was a first pick if you like for Scotland You know there were many years it was Scott Brown and Darren Fletcher And maybe A and other In more recent times I think people would say Callum McGregor, John McGinn, Stuart Armstrong Perhaps all ahead of James in the pecking order So that's why he's had less publicity But I can understand this The Lee Griffiths thing fascinates me I'm on the show here saying We need to take it at face value Which we do But it'll be interesting to see what happens next month You know Does Alec pick him? If Alec picks him Does Lee accept the invitation To go back into the Scotland fold? What do the other players in the squad think? The guys who are actually travelling to Haifa Do they welcome him back with open arms? I presume they would Because That squad includes the likes of Craig Gordon Callum McGregor Kieran Tierney James Forrest Jack Hendry Plenty of his Celtic colleagues be interesting to see how it goes forward From a Celtic point of view though It's fascinating as well Because Celtic only have two front line strikers What would have happened Had Lee Griffiths gone to Israel And been injured on Scotland duty Leaving odds and Edward as the last man standing 01419511025 is the number you need uh, You can tweet us at Clyde SSB I did say I was going to hear from Cal McGregor Let's quickly do that He fully expects Brendan Rodgers to reject any advances from Aston Villa And prove any critics wrong The midfielder says people have queued up to have a go at Celtic After their start to the season But he says having a manager of Rodgers quality is a huge advantage You know recently everybody's been you know, sort of Giving us a bit of criticism Taking a, a bit of a stab Because you know, over the last couple of years, nobody's really been able to say anything in terms of results and performances. So, you know, everybody's sort of coming for us a wee bit just now. But, you know, we know the strength of our group as well, and we know the strength of the manager that, you know, we we can come out of this um, really well. And I think, 
when the criticism's thrown at him, then you know I think it's it's in his nature that he wants to you know stay and, and sort of prove people wrong almost. So, you know it's just like any sort of top manager, any top player. You know you want to have them in your team or, or managing your team as long as you can. So um, I think for Celtic, you know fans, players, every day at the club, you know we want him to stay and and, and we hope he does. Chris is in Stevenson. What's your thoughts, Chris? Hi, I'm just kind of along the lines of, I think this is once he's fit, that's his call. He, he's a professional football player that's played by Glasgow Celtic Football Club. And Gordon seems to think he's taking a huff. Maybe he has taken a huff. And why not? Everything that's getting done in Scottish football right now is anti-Celtic. So maybe we go this is of the nature that he's thinking, well, I'll just stick one into him. I'm not going to get fit sitting on the bench, is he? Because Alex McLeish has already said that he's going to play uh, the boy Naismith after the, the last game. So I think we give us maybe this or that in the back of his mind. I'm not going to get any further sitting on the bench here, so why should I go? But I, th- I think, Chris, it's a, a privilege to get picked for your country. Um, and I think that, you know, Lee Griffiths is good as well. And, and, and I totally understand. And, and if I was Lee Griffiths, after the Belgium game when he got left out, I would have been disappointed as well because it's a hard shift to play up there yourself against Belgium. But I'll get back to a point here then. He's talking about, I'm going to stay behind and I'm going to work at Lennox Town in my fitness. Why did he not pull out the Belgium Nalbena squads when he wasn't playing and say, I'm going to work in my fitness? He's played the last four or five games. Surely the bottom line For any footballer Is just to simply be As good as they can be And you talk about You know the privilege Of, of playing for Scotland mm-hmm. We have to assume That Lee Griffiths feels That the best way To actually be At his best for Scotland In the future Is, is to take Gordon, this action Gordon, I've not got an argument With Lee Griffiths Deciding on his Football career I've not got a problem With that I really don't at the end of the day, Lee Griffiths decides what's best for him. People are touching on what happened with Scott Brown. He decided to retire, he's concentrating his, his football and career with his club. Totally agree with all that. But I'm not having the fact of what everything's happened and all of a sudden Lee decides, you know, I, I, I want Lee Griffiths in the Scotland squad because I think he's a, a terrific striker. I've said on this programme week in, week out about the goals that he scored and coming off and... The, the way he enjoys his football I just hate to see somebody missing out In their career like what he's doing Because I honestly believe If Alec McLeish had phoned him and said By the way you've got to start Thursday I think he'd be in the squad Can, can I just come back to you Chris You had a sentence there that We haven't quite picked up on yet You said at a time when everything in Scottish football Is against Celtic um, Stuart well, Stu, Stu, Stu Milne seems to think it's against Aberdeen and, and Budge for a while there seemed to think it was against Hearts And after Jordan Jones has been charged this afternoon And with Steve Clark still waiting for his hand in appearance Kelly fans will think everything's against Kelly What, what do you mean everything's I'll against think, Celtic? I'll tell you why I think it, why I'm saying that Because it's historic It has been for years And they've done everything in their power to stop Celtic winning eight in a row Didn't really work the last couple of years Chris did it? Well listen to this That's the good enough all right, the conspiracy wasn't good enough, okay. No, 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 wait a minute. Do they think they've got a challenge coming to the West End of Glasgow? They're doing everything in their power. Alex McLeish put Lee Griffiths and Craig Gordon against Belgium, the second best team in the, in the world. And, it, and because we get hammered, they don't shoot the and brings in a player that's already to go back to a point another guy made. Alan McGregor was banned for life for playing for Scotland. And here he is back in here. Listen, you can take out it what you want. I think the whole of Scottish football 
association is anti-Celtic right now And that's my opinion Okay, thank you to Chris and Stevenson It's time for this Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Time for Beat the Pundit Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are both standing by They want to take someone on If that someone is you Then go and pick up the phone right now 01419511025 As always you do have to be quick Because you only have until the news at 7 o'clock If you want to play tonight's Beat the Pundit 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We've mainly been talking Lee Griffiths We've heard from Alex McLeish We've also heard from Alan McGregor and Callum McGregor So any thoughts on that You can feel free to keep them coming I want to talk to you about diving Jordan Jones Kilmarnock's Jordan Jones Potentially facing a two-match ban After being given a notice of complaint Following his, uh, well, alleged dive against Dundee at the weekend So give us your thoughts generally On that situation And we'll get to that after this Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL Latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Time for Beat the Pundit Gordon and Roger are both standing by One of them is going to be up against James Is a Partick Thistle fan Confident James? Uh, you never know Gordon You never know Hide the panel. You do never know Right another day on James Have you got any new names for me And who you want to take over As your new manager Not really Not really On the old Think Jim McIntyre's The Rookie's favourite So I think it's Quite a similar record To old Archie Apart from obviously He's won a cup as well But I'm sure there'll be more surprises on that I wouldn't be Thistle if it was straightforward with it Well we'll wait and see I'm going to toss the coin head You're up against Roger Tails You're up against Gordon Diel And it is Tails Gordon Diel up against James Partick Thistle fan and Byers Road Right let me give Gordon some Clyde too So that he doesn't know what you're saying And we'll get the clock up and running uh, Gordon Dale's actually miming along now To whatever's on play to It's quite disturbing to watch I must say Right uh, 30 seconds James you're going head to head The secret is you can pass Here is your yep. chance to beat The pundit You ready? Thank you Stephen Finlay Has left the manager of Which yep, Scottish club? Uh, which team is bottom Of the Scottish Championship? It uh, is uh, Who's the top scorer In the Scottish Premiership This season? Uh, Nice and what year did Robbie Nielsen join Dundee United as a player? 2012 Which Kilmarnock player faces a two-match ban for diving? Gordon Jones Which winger has today pulled out of the Scotland squad? Uh, boy, uh, not five uh, Nah Right, we'll have to leave that one there um, Right, Gordon DL, let me bring you back Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you right, now Same yeah. set of questions to you, you ready? Go for it Stephen Finlay has left as manager of which Scottish Here's club? Uh, which team is bottom of the Scottish Championship? Falkirk. Who's the top scorer in the Scottish Premiership this season? Oh, Morelis. In what year did Robbie Nielsen join Dundee United as a player? 2008. Which Kilmarnock player faces a two match ban for diving? Which winger has today pulled out of the Scotland squad? Ryan Fraser. And what colour is the football on East Fife's crest? Yellow Oh time for another one Just Or is it black Yellow and black Right uh, I really should one have given two. you It's one out two You did have time for the last question Quickly Who did Kilmarnock beat in the 97 Scottish Cup final 
uh, Falkirk right. uh, James how do you feel that went? I think he's got it for the extra questions at the end there uh, right, Let's go through them anyway um, I'll rob him of that extra question if I have to uh, First one <laughs> Stephen Finlay Formerly of Airdrie I mean to be fair if Gordon Dale didn't know that we'd be struggling So you both got it One all Which team is bottom of the Scottish Championship? It's Falkirk You both got it Oh, this is a good game. Uh, who's the top scorer in the Scottish Premiership? It's Stephen Naismith still. Yes. Uh, so did you get that? James got it. He certainly did. 3 2 to James. Well done, Jimmy. We keep time on it. In what year did Robbie Nielsen uh, join Dundee United as a player? It was 2011. So it's still 3 2. Mm. Jordan Jones, uh, we're going to get to him in just a second. You both got it 4 3. Oh. You equalised Gordon Wh- Which winger has today Pulled out the Scotland squad Ryan Fraser You have to accept Your first answer And all that James And you were talking about Fraser 5 And all the rest of it So uh, Gordon got that one Which equalises to 4 each um, On to question 7 What colour is the football On East Fife's crest It is yellow Yes So even if I don't give you The last one You have pipped him By one anyway So James Woof. It was close Just not quite close enough Hard lines Guys. Good man, that was James. What a great effort, James. He's absolutely delighted with himself. So smug, it's horrible to see. Horrible to see, I must say. Uh, you'll have your chance to beat the pundit on tomorrow night's show at the same time. Right, let's talk diving. Now, this is in relation, of course, to Kilmarnock winger Jordan Jones, but it's something I think you've all got an opinion on, so share it. 01419511025. Kilmarnock winger Jordan Jones, he's been charged with diving by the Scottish FA. He's been given a notice of complaint after that penalty incident. Uh, at Dundee on Saturday If the case is proven At a hearing later in the week He will face a two match ban um, I'll read the, the official wording If you care um, It's that no player Shall cause a match official To make an incorrect decision And or support An error of judgement On the part of a match official By an act of simulation Which results in that player's team Obtaining a substantial advantage So Roger um, Players who, who may Dive in the eyes of fans In, in the centre circle And the referee does nothing about it th- They can't be pulled up Retrospective It's Incidents which lead referees to make a mistake, i.e., yeah, give a penalty, and, and, and also, you know, they either give a penalty, they give a free kick that leads to a goal, or the dive leads to the sending off of the defender. I think are the only ones that have been done. My understanding is that Stephen McLean, the match referee, no longer gets to review it. He just looked at by three former referees. Mm-hmm. The three of them need to agree that Jordan Jones has dived. They see it uh, separately, and they need to agree unanimously. I understand they've done that The compliance officer Claire White Has issued a notice of complaint today There will be a hearing on Thursday Jordan Jones uh, For me Has absolutely no chance Of winning this hearing on Thursday He will sit out the games Against St Mirren and Hamilton But If you're a Kilmarnock fan You'll think Well we got the penalty We got the three points We won the game it's Kelly and Hamilton Well, maybe worth it uh, Let's hear from you Kilmarnock fans 0141-951-1025 Or anyone else Who has an opinion On diving I suppose another Quirk of this is that If you get caught diving In a game You get a yellow card But if you get done Retrospectively It's a two match ban What do you think About that side of things Let's hear from Neil McCann On that incident Remember what he said At the weekend uh, Safe to say he wasn't happy The decision's a disgrace and it's really hard right now to control my emotions. I went over to Stephen after the game and told him that he has to be sure. And he just looked at me and I said to him, he can't be sure to make that decision because I'm looking at that from, I would say 50 odd, 60 yards away. And I can see Jordan's going down. Now players can take a good touch into the box and they're waiting in contact, minimal contact, and they will go down. It doesn't take a lot, there's no contact. That's, listen, the defining point for me here is, Told boys on my team That he's taking a dive 
and that's pretty sore to take. I asked the boy coming off himself, and he, he just shoot my hand. I shoot his hand, and asked him if he'd gone down. And he didn't answer me, but you know I don't know if he'd want to answer the manager. It's just uh, had that in the back of it. But it's really sore now. Andy's on the line. Give us the Kilmarnock fan perspective, Andy. Well, the, the first thing I'm going to say is on your quote from Neil McCann there. Neil McCann said, and he's quoting Jones when he said he took a dive. Now, is that his exact words, or did he say there was possibly nobody touched him? So, looking at the, the, the film, the footage, I was at the game, but it was too far away from where I could see. At, from watching the footage, there's nothing to say that that is an absolute dive. He, he doesn't claim for a penalty. He goes down, there might not have been contact, he might have lost his footing. There could be any number of things that happened here. And I can't see how we're going to give Jordan Jones a two-match ban for something like that when we're letting old firm players get away with kicking out and the compliance officer does nothing or, or takes it from a red to a yellow. I'd like to hear a panel so feeling that. Just let me get a bit more on what you think, Andy. You said it could be any one number of things. So, so, so what do you think it was then? If, if it wasn't a dive, did he lose his footing? Did, did he fall over? <laughs> well, what do you think did happened? Did he lose his footing? Now, I, I, I've watched it several times and the ball seems to come off him and go out and he gets down and he holds his head in his hands. Is he, is he gutted there that he's let a chance slip away? Does he turn around and put his hand up? How many Kilmarnock players put their hand up and claim for a penalty kick? Not one. McLean took it on his own back to give the penalty kick. You can't hold any Kilmarnock player responsible for that. So you're very clear you don't think it was a dive, yeah? Well, I'll take it. It was the biggest dive I've, uh, I've witnessed well, in a long time. I'm, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm delighted Andy's come on supporting his team and backing his players, but come on, that's a dive, Gordon. I'm going to take Andy's points it's one a at a time. Total point, dive, Andy. Point, point number one: Jordan Jones has dived. He's going to get a two-match ban. That's it. He's dived. The second point: How can you give Jordan Jones a two-match ban when old firm players are getting away with kicking out and doing this and doing that? That that's a separate point, Andy. But it's one that's valid, and it's particularly valid. The day after the Aberdeen chairman Stuart Milne has called for a crisis summit at Hamden to discuss just the things that you're talking about. Because Stuart Milne says that players, supporters like yourself, chairmen like him, don't understand what's going on in the decision-making process within the disciplinary department. Now either they haven't opened their emails and haven't read the changes from the SFA, or they don't believe that the rules are being properly administered by referees, by the compliance officer... By the three former refs who look at things like that So that that's a separate point And your argument with that is shared by a lot of important people in Scottish football The first part of your argument No, Jordan Jones dived Can, can I come back in on that point? Of course you can Andy Right, well We're going to agree to argue that um, Jones taking a dive But what I will say is uh, I'm kind of starting to agree with Millen I think that is a real old firm bias That is it's blatant. It's as blatant as a nose in your face. I mean, Steve Steve Clark is up for a uh, a misconduct charge because we can, uh, we appealed the, the decision on Gary Dicker's red card, which was a sham in itself. And I think everybody in in the media said it was a sham. But that gets upheld. Then you look at, as I said earlier, McGregor kicks out at Chris Azure, nothing. Uh, Morelos kicked on uh, Scott McKenna. Uh, no, Morelos. I, I, yes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Stephen Naismith, taking it out of that, Stephen Naismith has a kick on uh, Dory Hayes. It seems it's okay 
Don't have a boot at anybody, but for Christ's sake, don't hit a dive. Mind you, Andy, your, your team's done quite well at last. Did Michael Devlin not get only sent off for the one up at uh, Petodre earlier in the season against Kilmarnock? That's the one that is really grieving Stuart Milne, I think. And also, you get away with one at the weekend there at Dens, you know. So, I think that these disciplinary things have been okay for Kilmarnock so far. Do you, do you want to go into the list of penalties we should have had? No, because we'd be here all night, Andy. Every We'd be here all night. Andy, I suppose the only thing is, though, the, the process is. is is the same The process is consistent Now obviously we can all Argue about certain decisions But if, if Alan McGregor's the one that's That's bothering you Let's look at that So what happens is Alan McGregor's incident Is shown to three former Category 1 referees Who have to all agree That it should have been a red card Quite simply They didn't One of them might have thought It should only have been a yellow And therefore he doesn't get done Jordan Jones comes along all three former referees have been shown this incident independently. They all thought it was a dive, Andy. That's that's how we get to where we are. I haven't seen an angle as conclusive it was a dive yet. <clears throat> well, Andy, at the end of the day, everybody's got their opinions and well done for you sticking up for your team and your players, but let's be honest about it. And you're right about... You can mention a million decisions and probably you've watched Kamarnock for years talking about... How did, uh, for instance, when I was the manager at Air when we beat his down in the cup at Somerset and we got a penalty, how did that penalty come around? I don't know. You can argue a million things. It was a clear dive. Okay, thank you to Andy uh, in Crosshouse. Um, so you, you, Roger, this is your line. that You, you don't like to predict the outcome of these things, but you're not giving... No. You're, you're not you, giving Jones a You're 100% a correct okay. I always say You can't predict Any SFA disciplinary thing They're so quirky Anything could happen But this is the exception That proves the rule There is no way Jordan Jones can possibly Get off with this Everyone Apart from Andy That I've spoken to Since Saturday Thinks he dived Neil McCann and the D players Think he dives Three former referees Who have independently Viewed footage From the weekend Think he dived I think everyone in here Thinks he arrived So If Jordan Jones Gets off with this On Thursday Anything's possible uh, What about the The other grievance Some people have Roger Is that um, You might call it an imbalance You might not In the The sanction handout So if Jordan Jones Had been Pulled up for diving At the weekend By referee Stephen McLean He quite simply Would have been shown yeah. A yellow card End of story When you're done Retrospectively though It would be a two match ban Talk us through That well, side th of things. Th this goes back historically to the time when Gordon Smith was chief executive of the SFA. Gordon Smith was a trailblazer, if that's the right word, for this you know simulation punishments, if you like. Um, there was a Scotland game where Scotland, I think it was against the Czech Republic at Hamden, Scotland lost a penalty to a dive, and Gordon took it upon himself then to try and push for tougher punishments for simulation and to hit the divers. And it was decided at the time that whereas if you dive on the pitch The ref sees it As you say It's a yellow card offence The decision was taken In a bid to get tough on this That There would be two game bans Retrospectively And despite some disciplinary changes Within the SFA That is one regulation That has stayed true For many years now If you're done Retrospectively It's a two game ban And I have to say I don't really have a problem with it Yeah Gordon I suppose the logic also Might come from the fact that Whilst we don't condone it Let me be very clear We don't condone it Sometimes uh, You know you fly into tackles and, and, and you get it wrong Or you know Tempering And you can maybe Sort of lash out Whereas maybe diving Is seen as like A, a sort of premeditated Deliberate attempt To cheat Is that is that the way you see it Or 
Yeah, it's very hard being an ex-player, Gordon But I know a lot of players have taken that stance I know one that used to work on here Continually said If he felt there an advantage And he could con the referee and go down and get a penalty kick He would take it And I totally understand what he was saying I've never ever done that myself as a, as a player um, But it was certainly And where I don't agree with uh, what Roger was talking about there I don't agree with the two-match ban because you're right. If that's if he gets caught with that, and the referee decides, no, that's a blatant dive. It's a yellow card. I don't see why you punish him for two games after the game's gone. I don't think that is right. But you can call it. Is it not? Is that but, not an attempt you, to stamp you, on you, you, you used a phrase there: a premeditated attempt to cheat. I don't necessarily think it was. Yeah, just a, a reaction. Yeah, I thought that as soon as I said I, it. To I, be fair, I, I think Jordan Jones has anticipated that Cammy Kerr is going to make contact with him, and he's thinking if he makes contact with me, I'm going down. I'm going down mm-hmm. here in a sort of Andy Walker style, if you like. But there was no contact, and he still went down. And I'm sure Jordan Jones is probably embarrassed by it when he sees it again on television. I certainly don't think it was a premeditated attempt to cheat, but. He did dive Yeah I think, I think premedi- Premeditated was, was a clumsy word On my part I, I think I meant Deliberate You're trying to get An advantage Gordon yeah. and, 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 and Look There's a million players Out there Probably being the same position And you've got the wee chances Roger said the, the game's so quick now If you see a tackle Come in You're thinking If he's going to hit me I'm going down Now It happens Do we like it No we don't but at the end of the day, I don't think MD Kamarnik will be complaining because I've got a massive three points up at Dundee. Whether that would have been the outcome with the penalty kick or not doesn't matter. But I don't like to see it. And um, calling it cheating is, a, I think, is a hard word. You're trying to use it to your advantage. Is that not cheating? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm glad we got there in the end. I, don't know, I just didn't want to say it, you know. <laughs> right, 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 Dad, speaking of cheating, is it not time for the full time teaser? It is time for the full time teaser. 0141 951 1025. We're also going to keep the calls coming on any of the, 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 the topics we've covered already, by the way. And we're also going to hear from the new Dundee United manager next as well. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Get the result you deserve. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL and Roger Hanna here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Give us a call if you've got something on your mind. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Clyde SSB. Stephen B has sent a cracking picture in. He says, Interesting note from an old Davy Cooper profile. And it's one of these sort of magazine. I'm not sure what magazine it was. It's asking Davy Cooper all the questions, you know, where you were born and previous clubs and nicknames and favourite player, all the rest of it. And then it says, a player for the future, a Gordon DL, a youngster, a young Ranger striker. Yeah, Whatever happened to him, eh? She, she even been mentioned the same name as Davy Cooper. <laughs> that, that'll do me. That was a shoot magazine one, wasn't it? Yes, I think I, it was. I saw a similar one the other day. They had done one with Eric Morkham, the old comedian. And it got into the question, are you married? And the answer was, you want to ask the wife? <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear 01419511025 Time for the full time teaser Right, come on uh, Should be a good one uh, Martin Burns has oh. sent it in Since 2000 Hold on. I've chopped it down a little bit for you I've changed the date So since 2000 right. 11 players have played for Rangers Yeah And their full names Start and end with the same letter Can you name them? So since 2000, 11 players have played for Rangers and their full names start and end with the same letter. (laughs) 
Gordon DL is so confused You should see the look in his face What don't you get? No I've got it But I don't I've not got anybody yet Stanley Stensas Not since 2000 Oh since two, ah. ah See He was one of the answers When the b- Before that If you like um, But we had to chop it down There were too many answers So I've, I've moved How many, it. How many answers Well to begin with Lots <laughs> Goodness me uh, I felt like 11 was a doable number So since 2000 11 players But you're, you're right And that's that type of thing We're looking for Stally Stensas Starts with S Ends in S You get it? Yeah but I'm, No I'm you don't f- look like you get it I'm not going to lie <laughs> You look very confused I'm actually struggling with one name uh-huh. I think uh, But one of these ones Once we get going We'll still be homeless at it Right okay <laughs> So nothing Nothing at the moment <laughs> this uh, could be a long 11 did night. you say? 11 11 since 2 Right Daz you take all the calls And I'll work in this Right okay Okay um, <laughs> uh, The only thing I'll tell you To get up and Stephen running Stephen Clodge Yes Get in there Daz effort Well done Well done I'm right. impressed Come I'm on. impressed at that Come on Get the rest The only thing I'll say To get you up and running There's another Good few The same letter Mm-hmm. Stefan Kloss Alright John is in Canvas Lang Hi John Hi How you doing panel Not Can bad. I give you a quick one No yes, Aye, you go, John, go John Go shout quick uh, Ronald Dubois That's it oh, Well done John. Well done John Honestly John We've got off on the wrong foot here You and I Right carry on right, uh, 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 Welcome panel uh, Evening panel Sorry I just want to speak about uh, Playing for your country Just doesn't seem to be the same thing These days that People can pick and choose. They can retire. They can come back at the time. Like names like Fletcher, Stephen Fletcher, Chris Boyd, even Scott Brown. Retire. I just feel now that it just seems to be some people just play for a country to get on their CV at times, and it's not like it used to be years ago. And playing for your country, and I'm like, when does it? Uh, I'd rather have 11 people in the park that want to play for a country than people that just wanted to turn up whenever they wanted. And it just feels like you can even pick a country and change countries and that now. And I just feel it feels sad that it doesn't mean it's something for you to play for your country now. And it's not very patriotic. And I think one thing they could maybe do away with the granny rule. I think it should just be your mum and dad would play for a country instead of just putting a net across to pick players who their granny or if you're staying in a country for so many years. Roger, that's more of a general point. John's not really picking on anyone individually. He's he's just saying he feels like there's been a shift in attitudes. Yeah, would you I go said, along? I said that in the show earlier, hundred percent. I would John go with it. I don't, and it's not just in Scotland. I think around the world, you know, back in the day, as Dan said earlier on the show, playing for your country was the be all and end all. And I don't think it is anymore. I think a lot of players try to keep themselves right for their club career. We've had a few people on tonight saying. You know, in defence of Lee Griffiths Well, Celtic play Lee, pay Lee Griffiths wages, you know And that's right, they do And they pay him handsomely And clubs around the world Pay the best players Eye-watering sums of money And those players, quite often Don't want to put that money at risk By going and playing international football Majority of them still do, fortunately But there are ones Who can see international football far enough Gordon? Yeah, I don't... I, I... Even going back to my days, uh, Gordon, I know one or two players, I won't name them, that uh, basically you could tell we would not travel on the Sunday um, and pull out the Scotland squads. And it's it still happens. As I said earlier, I was never fortunate enough and I was never good enough to get a Scotland cap. Um, but I would have loved to have had that achievement 
And I just think that with your career, when you look back in your career, you play with your country as many times as you possibly can. You turn up, you put yourself available and hope that you get another cap under your belt to look back in and tell the stories about when you played with Scotland. And it's the greatest honour in the world. Can I just come back in? Absolutely. The thing, Alan McGregor thing as well, I know he got banned years ago, but he made a mistake. And I think he probably looks back at that and has a big regret. He never made himself unavailable to play for Scotland. It got overturned by Craig Levine when he came in. I never think he's played for Scotland. A lot of times he's been man in the match, even when we've lost that season. Him and Gordon are great goalies. We've always had good goalies at Scotland, but the way McGregor started the season, he's going to be a number one pick for Scotland. Some of the games he's played in Rangers, especially in Europe, he's kept him in games. And it's just, it's not a slant in Gordon. I just think McGregor's playing better than Gordon now. Now, as you say, in a month that could change, but at the moment, McGregor's the number one goal in Scotland. That's just my thing. The, the McGregor one's interesting, Roger, because, listen, if, if anyone out there thinks Alan McGregor did what he did and therefore he should never play for Scotland again, that, I mean, that, that's that's fine. I don't have any problem with, with that opinion. But we do seem to be acting as if this is a is a recent thing. Alan McGregor's been back for ages. Gordon Strachan picked Alan McGregor. In fact, his ban didn't last very long yeah, at all. Craig, Craig Levine picked him. Ages ago. So, yeah. uh, uh, why is it so relevant now? I don't think it is relevant. I don't think the two things are... You know Can be compared Or contrasted at all Lee Griffiths I've said since 6 o'clock tonight Take it at face value The onus is now On Lee Griffiths To go away And make good The things he said In the last 24 hours That he's going back To Celtic to work hard That in the first instance He's going to Make himself ready For a big run of games For Celtic He's going to get himself sharper And in the form That Celtic supporters Want to see him in And if he's in that form Alan McLeish will then pick him For the mm. two Nations League qualifiers Against Albania and Israel Next month And it's then up to Lee Griffiths To decide If he wants to Make himself available Next month What about John's point On the, the so-called Granny rule I, I mean You can see why This is something that That comes into play now Roger That didn't used to Because let's be honest Back in the day Everyone was pretty much Born in the same country They died in the same country The kids were raised in that country Things are a bit different now This is the 21st century You know what that means Gordon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't shove your gran after the This is the 21st century People are born and, and, and they move and, and families are from all across the globe And all the rest of it So you understand why it's there And if all other countries are using it Then of course we simply have to But do you think it's got any correlation To what John's saying About the appetite to play For the national team No because this has been going on now For 20 odd years And last time Scotland Were the major finals At France 98 With people like Neil Sullivan And mm-hmm. Matt Elliott in the team So it's not a new phenomenon at all um, As you say Everyone else does it Therefore Scotland have to do it Or they'll be left Even further behind um, These are just the times we live in And Lee Griffiths has decided This trip's not for him there are others James MacArthur's decided At the minute Scotland's not for him So If Scotland Win in Haifa on Thursday night And we're all hoping they do And then they win The two games next month And the edge closer To a place at Euro 2020 Then the ones who have decided At the minute That they don't want to play Are risking not being selected When mm. they might want to play Yeah well actually um, Fuzzy and Verdi A couple of different tweets coming in Basically all on the same line saying Is it because we don't get to major tournaments? You know, where's the incentive? We haven't qualified for years Does that, that make any difference? No, I, I'm a, I'm the dinosaur of the, the show I'll go back to I think you've got to Me personally You're born in Scotland You've got a chance of playing with Scotland I don't, I don't buy in your granny was 
this or that and that's what qualifies you to play I think that you're born in the country and I know that we've moved on 21st century you talk about Gordon but I'm just old school I prefer it that way it'd have gave, given me a better chance to get in a Scotland <laughs> Cup selfish ever got. selfish to the core I like that uh, 01419511025 thank you to John and Cambus Lang let's hear a bit from Robbie Nielsen he says he's ready to get Dundee United back to where they belong he was introduced at Tannadice as their new manager today. Former Hearts boss, of course, says he learned a lot at MK Dons and is excited to get back on the touchline with Dundee United. First, I'd like to thank Mike and the board for giving me the opportunity. It's a, it's a, it's a fantastic football club and it was one that, that I was really excited about when the opportunity came up to come here because of the, obviously I've been here as a player, but the, the history of the club as well and the, and the opportunity. So really, really pleased to be there and I think it's hopefully the start of an exciting time at the football club. Obviously speaking to, to Mike and the board, uh, the plans they have for the club, but for me the big thing was the, the opportunity. It's a, it's a big football club and it's got fantastic facilities, it's got a fantastic fan base and it's also got a very strong squad, so ticked a lot of the boxes. I was excited about it, you know, when I left MK I wanted an opportunity to go somewhere that I thought I could build something and somewhere that, that excited me when I went in and this, this certainly does, it's, it's, I'm really, really excited about it. Thoughts please Robbie Nielsen New Dundee United manager Anyone? Well, uh, listen It's a decent appointment if, if you remember He took Hearts out The Championship When the Championship Had Rangers and Hibs in it As well He took them to Cantered it as well Didn't he? Yeah He took them to third In the Premiership And decided As many young coaches do That his future lay South of the border And It just didn't work out for him It's a gamble It's always a gamble When you get down to a league Down there He chose MK Dons it didn't go especially well for him And he lost his job And that is the first setback Of Robbie Nielsen's managerial coaching career I think he's still only about 38 years of age Gordon, he's not an old man or an old coach By any stretch of the imagination He's waited his time He was in the frame I believe for the St Mirren job When it was in the go earlier in the year And now he has Chosen to go to Dundee United I believe he was in talks with Partick Thistle as well he decided he wants to go back He played briefly at Tannadice At the end of his playing career And he wants to go back there Maybe not a bad time to be starting as manager at Dundee United They're not going particularly well You would think the only way for them is up But it is a highly competitive mm. championship As Dundee United found out at Somerset Park at the weekend So it's a big job in his hands uh, Full time at Clyde1.com Is the address you need If you've got any good questions That you would like to get used on the show Martin sent this one in Since 2011 players have played for Rangers And have full names that start and end with the same letter Someone tweeted to say Stally Stensas was at Rangers still in 2000 But I don't think he played I think all his appearances came before that Here's one for you He was in the show earlier on Neil McCann Yes well done oh, And you gave us a wee clue When Dan said Stephen Close About the S's uh-huh. Stephen Davis Yes Well done And Keep here's here, Here's my googly Ronald DeBoer Lasana Koulibaly Oh no, no. <laughs> There's a Y at the end Roger. Oh doing badly I'll tell you what <laughs> Is this a Thursday night That was a Gordon DL Or Mark Wilson answer That That's was a, a man of the, your standing the, the, Roger The tried to pull me up For one of them And Sarah I heard him He's a fly guy <laughs> Do you know the worst of it was See because you trust Roger so much yeah. I started panicking there And I'm spelling it out in my head Going Wow I'm shooting good one Roger We'll get back to that Stevens in Salisbury Hi Stephen Hi there What's your point tonight Stephen? Hi there Is it possible to change the topic That I wanted to talk about Absolutely Talk about whatever you want Stephen 
Right, I would like to talk about the Amma Rangers fan that right, and I would like to talk about the uh, Celtic, the Lee Griffiths dropping out of the Celtic squad, the, sorry, the Scotland squad. Mm-hmm. Go for do, it. Do you guys think that maybe instead of saying he wanted to focus on his career and he's maybe come out and said, oh, I need to ask him my fitness, do you think it's maybe Brendan Rodgers that definitely want to ask him because they've only got one striker up front? And they don't want to ask Indom Edward. So if that happens, they can go to Lee Griffiths for their upcoming games. That, is that a possibility, guys? Is it a factor? Well, well, I think I think Celtic are looking after themselves. If that's the case, we don't know, Gordon, because Roger touched on it. They've left themselves short with Dembele going away. And the summer, they've only got two recognised strikers. And both of them are playing, as we, as we witnessed at the weekend. So... You know, you're always worried that if your players, especially your top players, because they're obviously been picked for their countries, they're away, and you're hoping that they come back without any injuries or any niggly things, and you've you've got them for the rest of the campaign. Uh, but I don't, you know, as a, as a manager, I think that you would encourage your players to play international football. I, I think, think Brendan Rodgers has said yeah, in the past that's the way he feels. Hasn't yeah, he? yeah, I think I think that's a privilege to play for your your country, and I think it's good. And the fact that Celtic having so many of their players and 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 their national squad, so no, I don't think I don't think there'd be anything like that. I just I just go back to and Lee Griffiths has every right to decide what he wants to do. It's his future, his career, it's his body. He believes in what's best for him. Great, but my big problem is basically if he's saying he's got to work on his fitness. Why did he not yeah. pull out the Belgium games and stuff? Alright, big thank you to Stephen I have to move on Apologies Stephen, that was short and sweet Because uh, we're, we're up against it a little bit time-wise Quickly on the teaser 11 players since 2000 have played for Rangers And their full names start and end with the same letter Steve Davis, Ronald DeBoer, Stefan Kloss, Neil McCann Need some more thinking time Yeah we're toiling a wee bit here Right here's something for you Quite exciting this Some of the world's greatest football players Will reunite in January At Glasgow's SSE Hydro For the second edition of the Star Sixes I'm sure you watched this last year Didn't you Gordon on the television I've, I've been invited to play No you haven't okay. um, It was magnificent on the television last year It's the indoor six asides Legends of the game involved Scotland are obviously putting a team in uh, England, Northern Ireland Republic of Ireland, Wales Some of the rest of the world teams as well uh, Over three days Fourth to the sixth of January I mean we're going to be represented by the likes of Barry Ferguson Simon Donnelly Michael Owen the old enemy clash he'll be involved Robert Pires lining up for France all under one roof at the Hydro if you fancy it and you want to win a pair of premium plus tickets head to Clyde1.com Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors a team that gets results every week talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard which means they're running out of time on this teaser if you've got a good question send it in please to fulltime at clyde1.com Martin Burns says since 2000 11 players have played for Rangers and their full names start and end with the same letter we're going to gloss over the fact that Roger Hanna has produced Sean Goss which isn't even on the list but clearly would uh, count so 11 others uh, you've got Steve Davis Ronald DeBoer Stefan Kloss Neil McCann Anymore Go for it Stephen Hughes Well done I'm very impressed with R- that Richard Foster Equally impressed with that one Yep Flying Roger Arnold Flying. Peralta Yes oh, Roger Hanna Take a bow One Two Three Four to get <sighs> Doing quite well I must say <sighs> The only th- 
well, this probably won't even really help, but you've got you've said the letters already, apart from one of them. So for three of the other ones, it's the same letter that you've already mm, said. Uh, so we've only really got S, R, and N so far, with the exception of Peralta. Yeah, and Peralta. So and Peralta, A as well. A as well. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're looking for an S, an R, an N, or an A. Right. I'll I'll tell you. You've got one. You've got two A's. Two. Oh my goodness. Two mm. more A's. Okay. An S. An a, uh-huh. And another one that I'm not telling you because if I do, you'll get it straight oh, okay. away. Okay. Oh, straight away. Yeah. Which is a clue in itself, isn't it? Let's be honest. I must say. I'm struggling. I put all my effort in to beat the pundit night. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? Did you? 5 4. <sighs> yeah, you were pleased with that one, weren't you? Different yeah. class. Yeah. Terrific result, away from home. <laughs> Richard has got a very good point for you. you You wanted to do away with the granny rule But he yeah. says Gordon Your parents moved to China for a year Because of work You're born there with ginger hair You're named Hamish McTavish You become one of the best players in the world After spending all but two months living in Scotland It's a bit far-fetched Try to say you shouldn't play in Scotland Because you were born in China Yeah <laughs> you, just, you, didn't, you didn't even understand that point I did had you? no idea nah, I didn't think so listen. But, but uh, it sounded good I'll repeat it to you slowly Once yeah. we finish George is in Sheffield uh, Hi George What's on your mind tonight? Hi boys How you doing? Good, uh, thanks I've been listening to you On the app uh, Radio Clyde 1 mm-hmm. And I see I've looked at the Rangers game on Saturday But there's two players I've not even mentioned That should be in the Scotland quad If Alec McLeish is crying out No oh, I know where this uh, is going George You're from Sheffield aren't you? Yeah Go John Fleck and Paul Coots Like two of them are running right in the championship Yeah I don't know why they're not even considered for the Scotland squad uh, Roger it's a, it's a fair point You would have to imagine That John Fleck can't He can't be far away Well he got a mention in the full time teaser last night Didn't he He's one of the, he the, the former old fun players Who scored in the championship this season He's doing very well For top of the league Courtesy of a win against Hull At the weekend um, Chris Wilder The Sheffield United manager Has been asked time and again Specifically about Fleck Not so much about Paul Coots But specifically about Fleck um, He cannot be Very far away From Alan McLeish's thoughts At the minute Because He's doing it On a consistent basis mm. At really quite a high level The top end of that championship yeah. he's, he's playing the well guy, The guy The guy is Like the guy on, on the, I go I travel up and down Like say this week alone I've travelled a thousand miles I, I was up to a European game On Thursday night Travelled back down For the whole game Back up again For the Hearts game On Sunday and I have to admit, Coots has just come back from injury. Yeah, last yeah. season when we lost Coots and Fleck, they bossed the English Championship, the central midfield. But all in all, we're in there just now. Yeah, and that Coots is finding it hard to get back into the squad. Well, all in all, we're just, he's dictating at the pace along with John Fleck. John Fleck's the how do you say the henchman? The interesting thing is that the first name in Alan McLeish's midfield on Thursday night is likely to be John McGinn, who's more than half a table below John Flake mm. in the English Championship T- To balance that up though Roger I know this might sound strange for a, a, a nation who Have achieved as little as, as we have But that area of the field Worth bearing in mind Tom Kearney is not in this squad He's operating in the English Premier League And might soon be operating well, in the England squad That's a different issue altogether But if we can keep it to sort of footballing ability at the moment um, Presumably if he can overcome these injuries James MacArthur is a Premier League midfielder Which would come back in So we actually do have And there's McTominay Yeah and we do actually McDonald, have options And there's in there. Armstrong And there's Callum McGregor We do have options in there But Listen You're actually going to be right You know John Flake has done well Over a consistent 
period of time. He can't, he can't be far away from Alan McLeish's thoughts. George, you want to come back in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, Scotland have missed a few tricks lately, yeah. Like, say, there's one player, like, they missed out on, they could have had in the, in the Scotland squad and they got the cap right away. But England jumped in and got him was Harry Maguire. And look at the guy now. He's flying high for England and he's got his parents. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, that's one that escaped my attention, no, I, I must admit. There we go. Maybe George is just, I don't mind that, learning something new. I didn't know about that one. Uh, John Fleck, certainly, though, Gordon is performing consistently well, in the championship by the looks at, of it. When he was at Rangers, Gordon, there was very high hopes for him. Uh, he was going to be the next best thing coming out of Scottish football, and he's moved down to England. I can only take George's word on it. I don't see a lot of Sheffield United, one of my old clubs. It was the first club I signed for. Uh, still got them at heart. Love the Blades. Uh, but. <laughs> Behave. <laughs> and I've not seen a lot of them I must admit So I don't know But the one thing When he was at Rangers You could tell the lad Had good, good talent And obviously George is saying A lot of good things about him So Roger may be right Alec McLeish will Be looking at John Fleck And I think it'll be in his, his thoughts Just to pick you up on that Tom Kearney thing Roger You think there's a serious chance He, he switches allegiance? I think there's a chance um, you talk about Scotland having you know rich depth of talent in the central midfield. England maybe don't have that at the minute. Um, Gareth Southgate's calling up championship players to the England squad. Mason Mount on loan at Derby County. Um, he has watched Tom Kearney, is my understanding, and he would be one that he may well look to to convince to play. The problem with this at the minute is Tom Kearney's not fit to play for anyone. Mm-hmm. So that that's something that's on hold. I would have been fascinated to have seen had Tom Kearney been fit and playing at full pelt for Fulham, whether or not Gareth Southgate would have tried to select him because Gareth Southgate was asked about it the other day and didn't say no. That would be quite something, wouldn't it? Just because you know you look at where the, the two nations are in the in the rankings and, and what England did recently at the World Cup and so on. The impression I get from Scotland fans, Roger, is that they're not that bothered. About Tom Kearney yeah, yeah, all, yeah, all of a yeah, sudden he could, he could be plucked that, To play for, that, that, for that's, England That's the impression I get as well they're, they're not too bothered Perhaps because They see more of Callum McGregor They know all about Stuart Armstrong They know all about John McGinn Quite happy with that trio in midfield And It has to be said On a couple of occasions That Tom Kearney Has been giving, given a start for Scotland He hasn't reached the levels That he's reached with Fulham Interesting indeed 01419511025 I'm not sure we're going to have time to, to squeeze another one in But by all means You can take it down For tomorrow night um, I'm looking at Twitter here Naysauce He's got one absolute cracker for you On the teaser Rostra Damas has got another one The ones you don't have uh, Mark Butler throwing in the likes of Stally Stensas we, we ruled him out earlier Oleg Salenko Again just falls out with the time frame So we're going since 2000 aren't we 11 players have played for Rangers Their full names Start And end With the same letter So like Steve Davis Ronald DeBoer Richard Foster Stephen Hughes Stefan Kloss Neil McCann Arnold Peralta There must be another Arnold Soterios Kiriakos Honestly Roger Hanna Yes Roger Hanna told me During during the break Roger told me He had written down All the names That begin with this All the names he said You know So that he had covered Stephen and and Sean And so on Um, He didn't have Soterios down Well you you gave me a clue You said no no It's none of them So I worked out It must be an overseas player Soterios Kiriakos Easy for me to say The two E's I'm Mm -hmm. really struggling Are you? Yeah No what do you call A wee midfield player Um, 
Barry Ferguson. No. It starts with, his second name starts with B, I can't remember. Played left side midfield. Oh, He's not what, wrong, by the way. Oh, what'd you call him? He is Roger? not wrong. It's two A's, isn't it, Gordon? It's two A's. Oh, it is. It's two A's, all right. Oh, oh, an A to start the engine. B E Y. What? Oh, what's his name? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. What era? 2000. <laughs> Upwards. I can't remember. Don't ask me what you're year. Don't me in, even... You're putting me in the spot probably 20 or 11 ish. Oh, God. So what's his first name then? Uh, must be it. Is it Arnold? Is it? No. Uh, and? No. His second name's B E Y something. B E D. D Y. Oh, Bedoya. Bedoya! Yes. What's his first name? Alejandro. Alejandro Bedoya. Right, the other A that you've still to get. No idea. Roger. Come on, Roger. Striker. Uh-huh. Played for Hearts. Oh, Andreas Velichka. Andreas oh, Velichka. No, you've got no, one more. One. Well, you said if you tell us the letter, we'd know straight away. Yeah. So, what letter? What? There are only a couple letters in the alphabet that you don't get many names that begin with these letters. A B C D E F E. F Z J No Can't possibly be X Q It's U U Q U U Oh come on Ugo Eheog Oh Ugo Eheog Cracking question If you've got a good question Send it in please To fulltime At Clyde1.com Thank you to Roger Hanna And Gordon DL For joining me Gordon Duncan On tonight's show Busy as always So thanks To those of you Who managed to get through On the phones And apologies if you didn't thanks for all the tweets as well we'll do it all over again tomorrow 6 until 8 o'clock in the company of Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy in the meantime stay right where you are Callum Gallagher is up next he's got Raksu on the show you may remember them Gordon DL does big fan of the X Factor yeah he's he's not got a clue but anyway Callum Gallagher's up next One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.